0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Pa, 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 pa. It is 28 July. Uh, we're doing a mid-week podcast after a long time. It's a. It feels good to to get into the the regular podcast recording again.
1: Yeah, and uh, the the cool thing is now we've started to plan ahead a bit more about our mm. about upcoming interviews and everything. So uh, stay tuned because I think it'll
0: be. I mean, yeah. the next the next few podcasts should be quite interesting. Yeah. Actually, next week we have a guest. We can't say who right now, but it's it's someone who's related to something that we talked about at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you guys can, if you guys can figure it out, well, brownie points to you. Yeah, we've talked about the person before. But, but, uh, but yeah. You know, it's, like, the last, the last episode, we we did kind of like a recap of the Narelle and Xiaxue podcast where we addressed mm. some of the things we saw on Reddit. Uh, some mm-hmm. of the comments we received on Instagram, and thankfully, that has also been received uh, well. Uh, I think yesterday night I finally caught up with all the comments on Reddit that I've been meaning to respond to. So mm-hmm. pardon the delay, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I mean I kind of like that. Uh, yeah, people people were debating uh, and even criticizing us on Reddit, but hopefully, and then people were debating and uh, on our behalf and all that. So that was nice to see. Yeah. Right. So on that note. uh Happy to announce that we have four hundred people on our Reddit right now. Or subreddit basically. Yeah. Four hundred yeah. members. Four hundred members. There might be people who come and don't join don't join. I don't know why they would do that. But yeah, yeah we've got four hundred members and we are still at number five on the Spotify Top Podcast. Yeah. So you need to do that shout out, right? Yeah, which is uh what? Oh you mean that if they enjoy oh, yeah, okay. So if you guys enjoy this podcast, it'd be great if you guys can share it with at least one person. Uh we're seeing a nice healthy growth. Uh, which is making it uh, uh, just encourages a lot more to keep on doing what we do. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right? So, is that enough of a plug?
1: I think it is. So let's jump right into the first <laughs> serious topic.
0: <laughs> Feel like some Channel Five news here. <laughs> Over to you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, Laway, what happened to the segways, man? No, we need I mean, damn, segways.
1: As, as in, uh, I, I quite exciting like, This topic. I, I think this topic uh has been going around a lot in the you know in our echo chambers. But it hasn't mm. seemed to, hasn't bubbled above the surface yet. La. So I, I thought it's, it's, it's fun that we are sort of catching on to it before everyone else really jumps into it also. La. And, and what, what might that topic be, Terrence? It is about Singlish. Singlish. And whether Singlish should be cancelled, basically.
0: Sing- oh yeah, actually yeah. <laughs> like, like it all started with a post by uh, a Mr. Johan Lowe. Yeah. Right. Who Who I <laughs> incidentally went to uh, junior college with. Mm. I didn't know him personally, but he was definitely someone who was regarded as a fucking genius. Mm. Um, and I think he's very qualified academically. Uh, he worked in the advertising industry, and his his current profession or focus is uh, he 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 runs a tuition center like an English tuition tuition center. Sorry, so I think I
1: have to correct you there, huh? Was he it, is was the. It, Founder and managing director of Academia English and Writing Center. Yeah, so la, fuck la, He runs a tuition you, center lah. For you to dismiss it as a tuition <laughs> center, I don't. He, he runs a tuition center is different, oh. This one's a. Academia hey, hey. English. Uh. Okay, Academia
0: you, you see English. that where? You see that where? On his website. On his okay. website. It's like Johan, yeah. he's
1: johanlo.com,
0: seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading Asia One, writer and founder of an English language tuition centre. Oh. Dude, <laughs> I'm just quoting mainstream media like a good Singaporean boy. Okay. And,
1: and you, didn't, you didn't include the fact that he was he went to Princeton
0: University. That's why uh, I say he's yeah. academically qualified. La. Oh, okay, okay, so he, yeah, he went to uh, Nanyang Primary, RI, uh, O-levels, 10A-1s, uh, A-levels, like fucking 4As, 3s, th- uh, S-papers. He went to Oxford and Princeton. Holy shit. So yeah, he's a smart dude, man. He is yeah. a smart dude. I, find, I find
1: it funny when he puts his his BA in philosophy here in Princeton University. He puts uh-huh. magna, magna cum laude and brackets high honors to make sure that you understand what it means. In case you don't yeah. understand Latin, <laughs> la, the Latin translation. <laughs> magna cum laude
0: is like high honors, la, just FYI. Yeah, it's it's cum laude, magna cum laude, and summa cum laude. Oh, you all mean right. magna is not the high? Uh, uh, not the highest, lah. Summa, yeah, summa is the highest.
1: Oh fuck! So he got, he didn't get the highest, like He got high, la. Yeah, la, oh, So okay, see,
0: okay, okay. fucking like it's for people <laughs> like you, la, that don't understand, she yeah, might okay. criticize until like that. Okay, if anyone, anyway, if anyone, yeah. if
1: anyone anyone's wondering why we are so like dissecting his 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 resume and all that, because. It's literally when I type his name Johan Lowe, this is the first link that comes out. So I clicked it and I was like, holy shit, this guy basically you know, put his entire academic... It's like, like a, CV, uh, it's a CV. It's a CV, but if you scroll down, there's like literally covers of uh, him as a school kid in on the front cover of Life news- newspaper. <laughs> and then he circles his face to make sure that you don't miss out who he is. La. And like, you know, pictures of him like after he got a perfect 10 score on the A-levels and everything.
0: Now you already, now you already seem like you got a biased perspective against him already. Just no, you calm your Okay, It's, just an, inter- your it's just an interesting way to present your CV, I have to say. Okay, so, so the reason why we're talking about him is that on 24th July, he, he wrote a Facebook post titled 8 Reasons Why Singlish Needs to be Canceled. Like, literally, that's what it is. And since then, it's gotten, like, over 800-plus shares. A lot of people discussing it, 800-plus comments. And, I mean, I don't know if it has reached the, the masses, but amongst uh, my echo chambers, people have been talking about it, Terrence's echo chambers, and I'm guessing because our Redditors are also smart people, uh, not to say, I mean, fuck, was it just a humble brag? Okay, never mind. You may have seen it, okay? It is becoming a thing. So, he, he has basically, yeah, eight reasons. Like uh, So, what... What do you think when you... Shall we just run through it briefly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just run through the reasons briefly. No? Yeah. Okay, briefly. So, first, first, first point is that he says it's fundamentally derived from bad English. Mm. It's direct translation from Chinese, blah, 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 blah. And then the second one, uh, pra- particles like ah La, or Law basically means like... Uh, I mean, it's, it's a means to replace complex vocabulary. Basically, if you don't know what to say, you say that. La. Mm. Uh, and then the third point is that it's almost always used to differentiate class background. So basically what he's saying is that the the code switch some, can sometimes be seen as manipulative if you're like if you speak proper English but you code switch when you're speaking to people who are more comfortable with English, you can think about it like being in one with them, but you can also see it as being manipulative. Bas-
1: basically being a chan chun sing la.
0: Oh yeah, chan chun uh-huh. sing ha, chan <laughs> chan chun sing, yeah, correct. Point three, he just should have put chan chun sing. Yeah, yeah uh, bracket, bracket chan chun sing. Yeah, chan chan sing. Chan <laughs> sing. <laughs> Everyone will understand. And then point four is that it's exaggerated for comical purposes. You know, like all the TV shows from mm. the past and like Pochukang and all that. Uh, and then number five, if Singapore culture can be reduced to a mere performance of our former inability to master English, blah, 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 blah It's almost like, um, yeah, like it's a negative stereotype. So why are we claiming it? Um, and then number six, if code switching to Singlish is used as a tool by the elite, um, it, it is manipulative. So this kind of builds on his third point, uh, mm. but it basically hides class differences and, and kind of covers it with, with, like, false uh, camaraderie. And then number seven, if Singlish is an extended satire that relies on its not acknowledging the class differences, blah, 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 uh, basically what he's saying is that, okay, Singlish, on one hand, people see it as bringing the people together, but on one hand, it's also being used to mock them. It's almost, like, yeah, derogatory to a certain extent, and he even uses the phrase classism and class face. And then the the eighth point is that um, if Singaporean culture is so impoverished that is dependent on these sort of things, which are negative stereotypes and historical vulnerabilities. Maybe the what we see as the Singaporean culture needs to be rethought. Mm. So so those were his eight points, very articulate and very eloquently written. Uh but yeah. of course people people responded to it in many, many ways. La. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the comments uh from Fakafaz was, shut up your face, la. <laughs> <laughs> there was so what was your Initial thought when no, you Don't, don't it,
1: forget right? I mean A lot of people Jumped on it as well Kelvin Cheng ju- Chimed in Kelvin Cheng Chief provocator Of the right s- yeah. Chimed he in just responded with one word yeah, yeah,
0: agree. agree But and then people Called him out Saying that Oh if you want to Speak proper English It should be agreed And yeah. then Kelvin Cheng Responded saying Oh I was saying I said agree Because I Agree with it And I will continue To agree with it It is not something In the past And blah 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 blah. So, yeah. so, what was your initial thought when you saw this? Uh, I mean, it's bollocks. Uh. It's, it's just
1: basically uh, you know, someone who probably... I mean, one comment here really captures it. He's that guy, the well-actually guy at, at school that nobody likes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's basically... Uh, I mean, Singlish is here to stay. And those trying to argue against it, I just find it like... Uh, uh yeah, like they must have some purpose to it. Like. And then the fact that he runs an English tuition center like kind of cemented it for me also. Like. I mean, mm. Obviously this guy is trying to he's trying to, you know, raise a ruckus and claim that Singaporeans' English is bad and everything and Singlish is bad and cause controversy and and just to get the clicks uh, which is I mean that's the theme of everything that we've been talking about for the last month or so already, I think. Yeah. Right.
0: No, but if you, maybe, again, is the fucking, there's one, there's one dude, I swear, like one dude or that behind all of this, right? Just telling people, if you want more business, just write something polarizing. You might piss off a bunch of people, but you'll get new fans. Because if you imagine if you're a parent who maybe wants your kid to be like um, really good in English, you see this guy, you're like, oh, who is this guy? You click and you see that he's running the Academia English and Writing Center. He speaks so eloquently, got like 10 A's for his O-levels. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe just send your kid there lah yeah 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 so, so you i mean don't see, you don't see any merit at all to what he's saying i mean or any points
1: yeah i i I don't see the merit to what he's saying i mean this could what he's saying now could have applied back in the you know the seventies or eighties or something uh. but I feel like in this day and age like when with the fact that we are so exposed to uh you know global culture and and everything because of internet and and all. Uh, and, and i mean young people these days are just seeing so much of the world compared to you know the old old boomers and everything really it's just like like to be to to have to talk about speaking proper english just is just such an outdated concept because uh, honestly there is really no such thing as like proper proper english either like, you know what do you, you mean by that i mean you go to any country you go you go to the countries that that primarily speak english like america or, or or UK, or and you think that the English there, everyone speaks like, beautiful, queen standard English, or anything, no lah, like, you mm-hmm. know, everyone has like, their, their own dialects, their own slangs, their own, uh, patois, that they, that they speak, and they're all proud of it, you know, the only thing, difference is that in Singapore, for some reason, there's always that dude, who is like, saying that, oh, it's so embarrassing to speak, uh, the local language, and everything, but other, other, in other cultures, you know, in other places, even the US, like, they don't, Nobody goes around speaking proper, proper English, like You know, and and everyone's just they just uh, accept that that's part of what uh culture is. It evolves. It reflects the you know the the feelings and the the demographics of the people that live in the place. So it's mm. not. It's there's no like one standard to it, la. Even in English, like English, the language itself evolves like day to day, la. So to 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 call out for some proper English and to say that English is improper English it just shows a little bit of uh, this uh, neo colonial attitude towards things or so uh. wait okay neo colonial don't start using all these big words la, okay what oh, okay, is neo colonial okay. neo colonial i mean it's basically like uh not saying that they have a colonial mindset like right where where they where they worship where they worship like uh the colonial masters of before but they yeah. have this there maybe there's some inherent leftover sense of uh uh colonial worship it, when they say neo-colonial la, in the sense that all like, the, the structures See, see this is an example
0: the, of you colonial workshop and be like they want know, they I, suck I, I up always, to Angmos I, la, right? I, They suck up yeah, to angmos, yeah. Yeah, suck,
1: up, <laughs> suck up to Angmos Suck up to Angmos <laughs> culture That's a fucking, suck fucking up to like, proper, proper yeah, yeah.
0: English Oh yeah and then uh, So, so you, you, you
1: just raised a good point It Like <laughs> it's easier to say if I pour I can't pour the angmos. You know, like <laughs> now it's like this guy when I say <laughs> pour the culture then you understand what I'm saying Basically, yeah it just continues to poor more culture because yes I mean American and, and UK culture uh, pop culture especially dominates uh, media these days right so mm. it's understandable why there are still a lot of people who still pour their cultures la. but but to be honest it's like I think you you just need to look inward more and realise that actually Singlish has become more than just a way of communicating for commerce
0: or anything for Singaporeans it really is our identity already like. But um, do you, think, do you yeah. think the younger generation speaks more singlishy than the older generation? I know I know we received a few comments uh, after the podcast with Narel saying that, oh, they don't agree with us classifying people by generations and all. Mm. But to a certain extent, it helps me kind of like think about shit when I have to categorize people into boxes. So pardon me. Um, but we're just using it just to, to structure the conversation, la, right? Mm. So so for younger people, days, do you think singlish is as strong as it was or do you think it's changing? Uh, but that's the thing is,
1: yeah, I, like, I find it hard to decouple or at least like say Singlish is this whole okay, I try not to use any more proper words already I find mm. it very hard to just keep saying that Singlish is like this this thing that we can identify on its own you see because it's such a big part of how we are in Singapore and it's how yeah. we communicate with each other it's, I mean it's, it's a very efficient way of communicating with each other <laughs> considering that there are any different races in Singapore and all. La. So, yeah. so I, 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 and and young young people especially, they are even much more adept today than we were at uh, incorporating new terms and terminology into the way they talk to each other. This is so lit. Oh, fuck. You know, like, uh, that, that's fire and shit like that. I mean, I, I sound like an idiot when I'm saying it. La, but young people, <laughs> Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah <laughs> Young people know how to use this together. And then when they use it together with Singlish, I mean, uh, or sing, or you know the basic la le lay and all that. I, I I mean it's so hard to differentiate what is like when oh I'm speaking Singlish now as opposed to just so I'm just speaking I'm just speaking English with a Singapore accent already lah. You know. So then, what what do you think is the
0: reason people are so turned off by Chan Chun Singh's code
1: switching? Eh? Uh because okay, maybe then to to some extent yeah lah, What he says in there is that people do see it as a kind of like uh, uh, what's a nice term for that? duplicity uh. duplicity hey, fucking
0: give English la, please no no no, no. But, but sometimes the word the <laughs> word that's
1: the best word if that's the best word that you have to to use to describe something I think it's worth uh. using it. it's a bit of a duplicity la, where he I think he says here when when someone like Chan jun Singh code switches it's almost like a performance uh. and you know it's mm. a performance when you watch it you know he's doing it because he wants to pretend to to be able to connect with people on the ground and all that la. and mm. it's and what's even more uh, annoying is that he, uh the content of what he was saying, like because he's talking behind closed doors, he can talk like this and then when he talks and then he's calling, you know, people idiotic, Shashui, 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 and Shashui, stuff like that. Shashui, yeah, yeah. La, so it's like it's just it's so like what this guy says, it's very performative and it's it's very fake. La. But I don't think what when the when you use English on a day to day basis, you or I use English on a day-to-day basis. We 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 use that kind of, we do that kind of thing like, where we fix so much between one group and another. 'Cause like for example, when I saw Chan Jun sing doing his doing his swearing-in ceremony for the cabinet and all that, I was like I was just like waiting, waiting for him to break out into a smile and start like, you know, saying his uh his swearing in the every his text in, in singlish, like, you know, like doing it how usually how he does behind closed doors. But he doesn't yeah. like, you know. So 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 you can tell this guy he behaves one way in front of others and 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 one way in front of another group, lah. So that's why that's why I think a lot of people didn't like that, lah.
0: So w- one thing one thing that I really don't like is like yeah. you know uh, Michelle Chong's alien character, yeah. And even uh, Mister Brown, the, what's what's his uncle thing, the fucking what's what his, the Singapore number one something the ah ah what or Kim what Kim what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I fucking hate it when characters like that. Really rely on speaking like poor English for comedy, la poor English or singlish, yeah. As in the very, the very like the super singlish kind of like uh, uh thing, and and that that is one thing that I do agree with uh Johan's point about mm-hmm. okay, it is exaggerated for comical purposes, but mm. I don't think I, ag- I agree with it with him in the same sense because to me, it's like. Yeah, like, I think there there was uh, some talk about how Homer Sim- Sim- Simpson also is reflective of that problem, right? Homer Simpson, uh, I mean, generally, Western media for the longest time has made fun of the, like, less educated uh, person, mm. maybe uh, uh, not, not as bright, uses poor English, and you can see that happen a lot in Hollywood, like, and I think in Singapore... Yeah. That sort of character when it when it's shown also, I think it's just fucking stupid, lah. like do you have to resort to that? But I mm. wouldn't attribute that to the language itself, like I think it's just the more the character and I really cannot stand those characters.
1: So you're saying that because every time uh in every time singlish is exaggerated in a fictional character, uh it always comes with the character being slightly stupid also, like right? Yeah, that's why you don't like it, lah. Okay, yeah. okay, understand, understand. I, I yeah, agree, I agree. I, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, right, lah. You brought those examples that I think are even worse than Chan Chun Sing. Uh, yeah, because it's horrible. Yeah, it, it sometimes it's like, uh, sometimes yeah, I do ask myself, why am I laughing at this, or am I <laughs> if I even laugh, lah? You know, you actually laugh. No, <laughs> if I'm if I'm laughing at it, I'm like, why am I? Yeah. Am I laughing because of the accent or, or the, the the bad English or, or what, lah? But. Yeah, la, that that's that's a that's a good point, no? that is annoying. But that that means you would prefer that they speak proper English or, or I mean
0: what? I would prefer that the comedy comes from more than just the stupid way of they talk. La. It's like kind of like when when a character's only source of comedy is the accent, right? That's yeah. that's, that's, that's shit comedy, la. But then, Oh, okay, that's like the, our
1: boys the men, boys to men uh kind of audition. Yeah, that's yeah. Kind la, la. That okay, that kind. okay. got it. Got it. Uh, okay.
0: But then okay, so you know like when it comes to media like, one, one problem we always face is that when we made our TV show, we, we really f- focused on letting the characters talk like a Singaporean character in that position would talk, like, which mm. I'm super proud of. But what about the, the thing about how, you know, for, for those people outside media, uh, I don't know whether it strikes you, but for people in media, if you want to make a singlish show, it falls into this little weird category where it's not a foreign language, mm. but it is also not something you can share with English markets. Yeah, and you because gotta subtitle it all the time, right? You have to subtitle yeah, it. But then the thing is, if you make like a fucking singlish movie that's fucking great, I don't think can you, you have to enter it for uh best f- uh English film or something at the Oscars instead of best international film, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: B- basically, Oscars has this really outdated thing where uh, only for if you to qualify as a foreign film, it must be a non-English film lah. Yeah, is or at a least a like very, seventy-five yeah. percent or eighty percent, yeah, something. Like that.
0: So, so that's where that's where part of me is like, hey, fuck! Like, is English kind of stopping us from really ship uh, uh, exporting our culture abroad? Because like, you look at K-pop mm. and K-drama; it's a different yeah. language, and yeah. it almost comes with like some sort of romanticism. Like, fucking, you send an English show abroad, people watch it. They're like, wait, should I turn on the subtitles? Should I not turn on the subtitles? Is it mm. English? What the fuck is this? And I do think that hurts the exporting of our content, lah.
1: But uh, so you're saying because of, uh, because English is so close to English, that it hurts our our chances of being seen as an exotic Asian country, Honestly,
0: (laughs) (laughs) like we don't have a sexy like fucking language that everyone talks. You know, but if you come from France, if you come from France, yeah. If you come from France, you might speak. Okay, there was one thing that annoyed me in the U.S. Uh, when yeah, like what you said, people from. A lot of other countries who speak shit English but with a fucking cool accent, right? Like mm. if you're from Jamaica or Trinidad and Tobago or France, you almost seem as exotic. But Singapore, right? I was never fucking told I got an exotic accent, mm. and I fucking hated that. And that made me yeah. double down on speaking in a Singaporean accent throughout uh, university. Double down. I think why would you? Why would you double down on that? Because I'm like fuck it, you know. I'm not gonna change and give up my Singaporean accent to talk like. Uh like I don't know like you know how sometimes I had I had some friends and I'm sure people know this, like they, they kind of try and make their the way they talk a bit more like I don't know, Western or something. Yeah. And it just feels like uh fake I was accent. Yeah, yeah, fake accent, I was determined to not do that Because I'm like, fucking hell, if the French guy can look so cool And like get all his attention from the ladies This Jamaican guy is speaking shit English But yeah. he's still so fucking cool I'm going to try and speak in, uh, English la. So, I mean, of course, that didn't work out as intended Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah No, I mean, the, the
1: <laughs> truth is, uh, I'll totally admit it la. I think in my first year studying in the US I tried to go with a, a, a I tried to adopt my American accent As I went to classes and all that Can, you, can you
0: try talking in American accent? <laughs> uh, okay, I, I got to read something, but yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, just read something. huh all
1: right. Eight reasons why Singlish needs to be ca- wait, wait. I can't. I
0: can't. I, can't, I can't even <laughs> Summon it. <laughs> but the moment
1: we say Singlish, uh, no, I, I can't. I can't. I can't summon it straight away. Like, no, no, no.
0: I got. I got a bit of a glimpse. and That was enough. That was enough. Oh my god. I could feel my blood. Singlish crudos, is, yeah.
1: is Fundamentally derived from bad English. Oh fuck! So it sounds. Weird. Uh. but yeah, it sounds <laughs> horrible.
0: It sounds fucking horrible. No, but,
1: but you see, by the time, I I I it, I it thought it would be easier to try to do that than to have to speak much slower. Because I have a tendency to speak quite fast when I get nervous and stuff like that. So yeah. I remember there was one particular class I was supposed to present, like some law ethics class. Lah. I was supposed to present something I and I had I met, I pretty much had a, a nervous breakdown right before I had to present. Because I was practicing how to pronounce everything with an American accent. And it was it was fucking killing me. Like, I was like sweating in the air conditioned classroom and and like just like dreading being called, uh, you know. So oh. so I think at that point yeah, I realized like it's not healthy for me to try and be something that I'm not like, you know? And and I realized like if I sp- just speak slower and, and and just, you know, hang on to my words a little bit more the Americans actually can understand what I'm saying. It's not as bad as I thought it would be, like la. <laughs> yeah,
0: so you had a revelation like right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A moment. yeah, same thing for me also yeah. like, I think during orientation, I realized, okay, there's no way I can talk like this with, with them uh, because it was so fun to talk English with someone else and literally have a non singaporean standing next to me and ask me what language you're speaking. Yeah. but then if you talk slowly and and basically like if I were to talk like this, cannot, la, but if I were to talk like this, you can still tell that I'm Singaporean, Yeah. But I they can understand me and that was a nice balance that I found la. Um yeah. and and I think my friends also got trained because they told me for the first three to four months I would ask them like hey wait, wait, where are you gonna eat they would be like yeah 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 okay cool <laughs> and they would have no fucking idea what I was talking about. Yeah. So yeah. so that was interesting lah. But but uh, I mean one thing like okay so so the thing about the whole uh, Singlish comedy thing. Uh yeah I I, I don't like that way. actually where were we at that we were what what I was saying is that yeah is it hurting the exporting of our content. Uh, abroad or not because no
1: one knows but okay but you you say something like K-pop right Korean when people speak Korean it's actually not very nice sounding there's a very lot there's a lot of guttural noises and all that as well so why would Korean you know speaking Korean be seen as
0: exotic and where where Singlish is is not I wouldn't say it's exotic it's very clear it's like okay this is a foreign language I'm going to need to put subtitles I think if people watch a Singlish thing they were like, uh, what is he saying? I can recognise yeah. some words, but I can't recognise other words. Blah, 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 blah. And, and yeah, so it almost feels like shit. Maybe that's why Media Corp, everyone talks like, like no one in fucking Singapore talks. Yeah, uh, because yeah. they know that that's the only way other people can, can understand. But then if you go down this middle, gro- middle road where you're not talking Singlish, you're not talking like, I don't know, the Queen's English, you just sound like a fucking idiot. Like.
1: So it's like, you're saying Singlish is a bit like in the Uncanny Valley... Yeah. of English like that la, where it's like it seems to resemble sing- English a lot such that English speakers can pick up a little bit of pieces of it but it doesn't really it's, it's not really there or so la, so people don't know what the hell it is la. yeah
0: it's like if you eat like fusion food like let's say you want to have some I don't know kimchi mm. pasta or something and it doesn't really taste like kimchi it doesn't really taste yeah. like pasta and then you're just left with this mush I think Singlish is unfortunately like that where to the outsider it feels like what what is this and like, okay, Singapore doesn't have uh, how you say, a reputation for being like se- mm. sexy or sultry or like yeah. cool. Uh, so then it's just like this. Uh, what is going on there? Yeah, but okay, That's then maybe, do, uh.
1: yeah, but but okay, I think you hit on a very interesting point—the fact that you're talking about Korean or, or Thai culture and all these things, because a lot of people say that you know it's inherent in the language that it's a different thing that people don't find it sexy and all that kind of thing, right? And, mm. and, and inherent in Thai language. That, that's why their the service is so good and all that. But actually, uh, the export, for example, uh, the export of K-pop, uh, which is something I think we only, I, I only learned from like, uh, speaking to people like Tatong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the export of K-pop was a very deliberate, like multi-decade effort by the Korean government to like push Korean culture and push Korean artists to go out to the world and build markets for, for Korean dramas, Korean music, mm. everything. So, you know, in Singapore, we've never had that thought of it. We've always had this, oh, Singapore culture is sucks, Singapore culture is not sexy, you know, Singapore, we hate the way we speak. We've always thought like that, and obviously, because of that, nobody thinks that we should ever try to export anything out there. When actually, in Korea, they had the formula down, they knew that they had to put money, they had to pump money into the system, push it out to the world, put it on your airlines, push it out to the world, and... Over time it might take twenty years, thirty years, but somehow it will something will click uh, and then and then people will be like, Oh fuck, that is such a great culture. Like you know, like you, you mentioned like a guy from Jamaica, you know he could be speaking bad English, but but people know oh he's speaking Jamaican English and then it's cool and everything, all right. So so yeah. we, we might not become like French or what uh, but there is a chance of Singlish becoming more uh more interesting and more more in seen as uh more loved uh, by by international cultures, uh right?
0: I guess yeah, we need we need one of those. Like you know, now I think I don't know whether "opa" that kind of word is uh-huh. like kind of like in mainstream English, almost mainstream consciousness. But just to elaborate on the thing you said, which fucking I I was blown also when I got to learn about it. You were uh, blown. To, your to, mind was blown. Your mind was my blown. mind was blown. No, you were blown while you were thinking. About yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My mind, my mind, yeah. my mind was blown. But what Terrence is actually talking about, uh, about the exporting of Korean culture, right? What I learned was that when Terence refers to multi decades, right, literally. 20 years ago, the Korean airlines used to play the music of Korean artists. I'm I, Okay, like, I haven't researched this in detail, but we heard it from a very credible source who is in the music industry. And that blew my mind because their belief was that, okay, it's not going to come overnight. We need to kind of like seed it. And what they did also for their LG and Samsung TVs around the world you know like when you walk into the store these TVs are always playing something right they mm. would feature Korean artists and this was before K-pop took over mm. so even something like Gangnam Style right there are multiple case studies to show that it wasn't an overnight success there was a lot of seeding like almost a year ahead of time yeah. that gave it the 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 platform to fucking go apeshit lah la. yeah, so, yeah. so yeah so so I think like it's one of those things that I think like like what you said also like I think if we embrace it and really just fucking tell the world yo this is how we fucking talk you either listen or you don't uh, that would be cool. Lah. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know whether whether that would ever happen. Yeah. Because you know the notion is like, oh you know, Singapore we can never stand by our ground because we are just one tiny red dot uh, and blah 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 and we need to to go with the flow, which to a certain extent is true. If you're like Japan, of course you can export your culture because if you close your doors you almost have everything to sustain yourself as mm. a as a as a country. Lah. So Singapore, I think it's a uh, it's a give and take. The one thing that we, we, I, I haven't said yet which I actually have access to because we were researching for a documentary on Singlish which um, <coughs> uh, we, we got rejected for. But I do have details about the history of Singlish. Uh, yes. and, and I think it contributes to this because it kind of gives the context of how fucking long Singlish has been around. So if I were to ask you, when was the first recorded instance of Singlish used in Singapore? Uh, and if you know because I told you when I was doing the research, then just act like you don't. No, I, I don't know actually. Okay, it's 1973, man. Oh shit. And and I mean Singlish basically it's defined as has a yeah, like a local patois, local pigeon English where it borrows from a few different things. And then in 1982, it was the first insertion of Singlish into a published book by Sylvia Toh. And mm-hmm. in 1991, for those of you who are old enough to remember, there was this song called Why You So Like That? Yep, which yep. was uh uh written by the Kit Kat Clan or something. And yep. it was fucking dope. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, and then 1995 was Under One Roof. It ran for eight years, which was singlish to the core and it was awesome. 1996 yeah. was the Army Days movie, which I think was one of the first movies that felt like it wasn't art house and it was actually a, a commercial... I don't know whether it was a commercial success, but it was popular. And then 1997 to 2007, was Po Chukang. Then after Pochukang and Under One Roof got a lot of traction in the, in the 90s, Go Chok Tong and Lee Kuan Yew said standard English is more important. And mm. then that put pressure on Under One Roof and PCK... And then in 2000, the next year, the government launched the Speak Good English campaign. Yeah. And yeah. so since then, it's always been like this fight, uh, like the Speak Good uh, English campaign, and more and more instances of Singlish. Because Singlish words started putting, getting put into the Oxford dictionary, uh, the Coxford Singlish dictionary was started, Kyasu yeah. makes it into the Oxford dictionary. Uh, there was a, In 2016, I think was the last time it came to national attention when Gui Li Sui wrote a New York Times opinion piece about the beauty of Singlish. Mm. And then the PM Lee's, PM Lee's press secretary rebutted the opinion piece. And it was almost like, like a very petty um, uh, what you might call it, uh, response. And yeah. then in 2017, uh, there was an ST report that said there are seven universities and 40 academics outside of Singapore that have used Singlish as a case study in linguistics. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of cool when I found that out yeah. so it's been around for such a long time and I think that kind of uh, builds on what you said earlier about how it, it doesn't feel like, like it's, an, it's one binary thing that we can turn on and turn off it has mm. evolved with us and even if people want to cancel it fuck like there's no way they can man yeah there's no way yeah
1: so correct la, I mean yeah, it's really part of our history you know it's it's rooted in that, it's rooted even in our struggles against a very paternalistic uh, campaign you know to, to to drop Singlish and we fucking embraced it even more la, you know I think yeah after exactly that, <laughs> after the Speak Do <laughs> English thing happened we fucking loved Singlish
0: we're like more. a cockroach Singlish is like a cockroach yeah, you know you cannot stamp and it it's out so, it's so timely also the I think the day after Johan Lowe posted this there was an announcement that Netflix is going to be onboarding shows like uh, Under One Roof Growing up and all that, which all had yeah. a lot of English, accent. So, yeah, so yeah. it felt that felt pretty cool. And I mean, I like I will say that one of my favorite things when traveling, right, is just hearing nearby a Singaporean accent oh, yeah. I feel so fucking proud when that happens. Though. Yeah. Even if I don't approach them, uh, it just feels great. I remember when I was in Japan, I heard this couple arguing. Like the girlfriend was basically saying something yeah. to the guy about, you know, I told you why why you must like her picture. Then the guy said, "I just like a picture, right?" She's like, "But you told me I'm not gonna, you're, you're never gonna like a picture again." He was like, "I just only like a picture." And I, they, they obviously seemed like they were having a hard time, but I was fucking enjoying every moment of it, just voyeuristically, yeah. just listening to them and like, oof, Singlish is so beautiful.
1: Well, it's even saved my life before. I mean, I mean, not literally lah, but I, I was on exchange in France. I remember one time, and I for like eight weeks I had been staying with a French family. I had nothing but you know. Like like just French conversation with the family and and I I did speak English with the American kids uh, who were also there, but but I was like I was just so craving to break out into Singlish that when I, I bumped into a group of people who were speaking Singlish, I actually went out to talk to them. Uh, you know, it was a bunch of other exchange students who were also in France, but they came from Singapore, whereas I came from a from the US lah. Uh, so. Mm. I I bumped to the net, I was like, Oh my god, like you're Singaporeans. And I think I think they thought I was crazy or something, but it was literally I was at a point like breaking point. I needed to break out the singlish or not, like my identity would just like, I would just like disappear like tenos a snap of fingers like that. <laughs> So it well, saved me that summer.
0: <laughs> no, and, and I mean, I, I guess like I always feel heartened when I hear from people who uh listen to this podcast overseas because they feel it connects them to Singapore. Can you imagine if we fucking started speaking like Americans and like, uh yeah, yeah this is our podcast and, you know, we do it every week and we talk about Singaporean stuff, you know, and all that shit. Oh, not bad, man, not fuck, bad.
1: Hey, your, your, your American I'm accent. Actor, I'm, an actor, yeah, course, I mean, I'm an actor, I'm an
0: actor, Yeah, of course. I'm an actor. I'm a fucking uh, actor. Now you sound British. Yeah, British because that's what that is what the, the best actors always talk like. But you No, you yeah,
1: no, so don't sound like anything already.
0: Like, just <laughs> shut up, <laughs> la. okay. <laughs> what was my point, huh? Okay, my point is that yeah, if, if I mean okay, this is where again we have to throw it out to our listeners. Uh if you guys feel uh or if you have, I'm just curious, any examples of where singlish really prevented you from getting something you wanted or whether you getting late, uh, getting late. Yeah, maybe even getting late. I can totally imagine it if you like you talk, 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 then you're like, eh. Hey, yeah what shoka uh. or not then the the <laughs> person is like, yo, what the fuck is that, man? What nope. the fuck is that?
1: Wait, then, that? then that 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 problem I can see a lot of people saying, oh yeah, English is not a sexy language. But the truth is, I think and I, I mean, I just looking at my friends who, you know, they, they, they end up marrying non-Singaporeans or or anything like that. They all they do is they just I think they just speak a little slower and a little clearer, la, right. And and you don't mm. use as many words like la, le, me and all that and I think it's okay you know like and, and maybe for those people I think that their, their, their partners or spouses or, or girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever also pick up Singlish over time and they actually mm. enjoy you know partaking in the culture and, and doing all the very Singaporean things as well uh. so yeah. the, I think that was one of the, one of the things uh, I think about going overseas is that it really made you realise what makes you Singaporean uh. and uh, I mean mm. it's it's a very privileged thing of course that that you have that I had to go overseas to learn this thing and and all that but it really really made me embrace what makes what makes us all Singaporean la. like there is this very there is this base la, that you all will okay, will uh, uh there's this base that you can <laughs> all sorry what no there's this base that we can there's this base <laughs> that we can all refer to uh that is yeah. the, the core of it that makes us Singaporeans. so so, so I think I think yeah maybe that's why I, I realised that through my four years in university and that's why I also volunteered to do a lot of things for the, the Singapore Students Association because I just felt like uh, yeah lah I, I was making amends for how much I talked about I hate Singapore I will never, you know, I'll never go back to Singapore that kind of thing before I
0: actually left Singapore lah and yeah. and that's the origin story of uh, what of who soon became the president of Club Singapore, Terence. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he was that impacted. No, he yeah, fucking yeah, loves Singapore that much, was, and he was. brainwashed me enough to take over him <laughs> as club <laughs> president. Yeah, and then now we're like fucking <laughs> two club residents here. Look at what the fuck we're doing now.
1: Yeah, no, but yeah. So so overall, when you read this, how do you feel? Uh, uh, how do you feel about it, lah?
0: I mean, I'm, I'm actually not worried because sometimes when I read about the cancel thing, I'm like, hey, fuck, is it really going to go this way? There's no way I can see Singlish being cancelled. Yeah. Uh, and I think for him, this guy is kind of living in a bubble, but ultimately, maybe more people know about his agency than before. Uh, yeah. The one thing that I do, I wouldn't mind if it got cancelled is the word law. L O R. I yeah. think of all the Singlish terms, there's something about it I just don't like. Like, like that law, wow, fuck, yeah, like, just, like law, and then like when people type TML in, uh. like, for tomorrow. in in whatsapp Uh, I fucking hate that also I uh, don't know whether that's English or not I fucking hate that and then for her her you know like you wanna laugh you don't say ha ha you say h-u-r h-u-r I fucking hate that also. because it's not a singlish thing, no, I know, I know but what? now I'm just, now I'm just ranting. Oh, now you're just ranting. So, uh. so let me have my He's moment. He's encouraging,
1: uh, this is mercurial, one of his mercurial
0: rants. Yeah, the fucking word her-her just makes me feel like the person on the other end is like drooling and just like, unstoppably, just her herring. Just say ha-ha. It's four, it's two less letters and it doesn't give like, this image of like, you don't even know what the fuck you're doing with your mouth la. Yeah.
1: <sighs> but that, on a positive note, my favourite singlish term is scally la. Scully, 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 you know.
0: Oh yeah, actually you do use it quite often. Because uh. it's a... Scully. I mean, there,
1: there, there, there's no real English term that is as efficient for, for scully, la, you know. Scully mm. this happened, scully that happened, you know. Whereas, because it's, it's, it's suddenly uh, there there might be a twist of fate <laughs> and this will happen. That's exactly what scully, scully. is, la, you know. <laughs> so it's so many words condensed into one scully this happened scully that happened and I don't have to say suddenly there might be a big irony and an ironic
0: twist of fate and then this will happen you know so yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, Singlish, it is one of my favourite words uh. Singlish is just beautiful uh, but yeah like if, if anyone has any strong feelings against Singlish or like concrete evidence of how Singlish fucked you over in some way or the other it will be awesome to hear from you
1: Yeah, and again I also want to give a shout out I think last time in university like uh, our friend Joshua Yip the poet and artist. He wrote a uh, a musical that was an ode to Singaporean to Singaporean students studying overseas. La. And and he had a lot of like nice songs in the musical that were like that included singlish uh in the lyrics of the songs. And mm. uh that, that I think that was one of the first times I was exposed. Oh, you know, like yeah singlish really could be part of pop culture and it could be something enjoyed by more than just Singaporeans. La. because the crowd who came to watch all his, the musicals and everything were were not Singaporeans and they seemed to enjoy it like, although they needed subtitles uh, su- mm, actu- mm, actual mm. subtitles during the performance but they still enjoyed uh, the bulk of it like. mm, mm, mm. yeah cool cool, cool, okay. cool. Right, but then, yeah that's our serious topic we
0: still have yeah. one more and ironically like the, the the serious topic today is about something that is uh, yeah like singlish and all and the goofy topic is something that would we be have been serious like two weeks ago yeah. it is th- politics yeah politics because everyone knows politics
1: uh, uh yesterday the new cabinet got sworn in and i think yeah. one of the big questions was uh firstly would they was would there be a swearing in of the leader of the opposition no there wasn't but uh and then, and then i think yeah they they said that they will address the the role of the leader of the opposition very soon uh, which uh after after announcing the cabinet that's what Lee Sien-Long said lah so today they finally hot off the press they finally announced what the leader of opposition would be uh doing and getting Hmm. and is,
0: and and how did they announce it I mean like, st- as in, okay what <laughs> <laughs> it's a very singaporean way of of doing it
1: but they started by announcing his salary yeah
0: literally <laughs> I would say, okay, maybe not mothership because mothership, you can argue, is it independent? Is it blah, 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 blah. But uh, Asia One, which is fairly mainstream, right? The mm. title was Pritam Singh to receive double MP salary as leader of the opposition and more details on his new job. Mm. So, so when when I see that kind of thing, part of me thinks is like, hmm, did they really have to put his salary front and centre? Yeah. Front
1: and centre meaning... Meaning on the, uh, in the headline, like, that's what you're saying.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things, right? Like when people ask us, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, YouTuber, how much you make? And you know, it's like, what the fuck you have to make it? Can't you talk about what I'm doing first or the stuff I'm creating? So this one, it feels like, yeah. And uh, the first paragraph was the Asian one thing. is yes, you read you read that, right? As a newly minted leader of the opposition, the Workers' Party, Pritam Singh, will be getting double the pay of an elected MP, a cool $385,000 annually. I mean, I guess... Uh
1: I I actually this one is a difficult one. Nah. You could you could you could cut it both ways because I mean, okay, firstly they have to announce his salary because his salary it, like all the minister's salary is very clear how it's calculated, it's very clear how how much it is, lah and, and because it's pu- it's literally public money, alright. So they mm. have to announce his salary. Uh, I guess what is disturbing is yeah lah, the fact that the press jumps on it as the biggest thing to to talk about la because uh, it could be used as a tool by by you know uh, both sides or supporters of both sides, are right? To say, hey, how come one one the op- people who support opposition might say, hey, how come he earns so little compared to what a minister does, right? And the mm. other side could be saying, hey, ha- how come he's earning? Uh, I mean, now he's earning so much, he's like, I mean, essentially, uh, he's like part of the establishment already, lah, right? Mm. So so so. Uh, how is it gonna be different uh? so ah, uh, yeah I mean it's just uh i i i thought that my my feelings are more on the the former I was just like okay it's it's good that that his role as the leader of the opposition is being recognized and has to be announced uh i I didn't feel so much of the hey why why is the media so focused on the, on his salary la? Cause i I think that's an inevitable question la. what do you you gonna brainwash really? <laughs>
0: Because the thing is, it just felt felt okay. Like okay, in Singapore, the MP salary has be always been a fucking thing, right? Yeah. And it just feels like hmm, when they title it double the MP salary, okay, because there is a difference. A, an elected MP gets what fifteen k a month, yeah. And a minister gets a million a year, right? yeah, yep. So that's one big difference. But I don't know, like I feel. Do most people like on first glance understand that difference? I don't know. That's why when I see the title, double uh, like double MP salary, I'm like, it's kinda of feels like it's kind of hinting that yo, okay, so not only the incumbent gets a shit ton of money, okay, even the opposition, so you all don't fucking complain, eh? So that's the feeling I got when I read the article. Like, so Grunker, you're saying that
1: that's what the establishment is trying to put out there when they have an article like that, like, that's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. But but to to be fair, the CNA, Straight Times and today all didn't put that as their front and center thing, like it was just Asia One, like, and I think you can argue that Asia One tends to skew more towards the the tabloidy kind of stuff. Mm. Um, of course, Mothership went all out. Britain Singh to be given three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars annual revenue revenue as official leader of the opposition, which doesn't surprise me because Mothership feels more and more like just uh, 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 living off piece. yeah, living off the 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 milk from the the PAPs. Uh, uh packages. To quantify that da- to quantify that I just it's, dug a hole for yeah, myself.
1: To, to quantify that we're only saying that I think because we saw that the the, the way they didn't cover the the Heng Sui Cat's gaff at the East Coast plan, the East Coast plan gaff. Uh they didn't cover it at all compared to covering what covering a Cheng box gaff of saying PAP rather than P S P. So so mm. we felt that we felt that wow that really showed like it really showed mothership's so-called true colors, like, I think a bit, mm. and 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 we we felt quite disturbed, but especially during so, the election period, lah. Like, yeah.
0: So so I guess on 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 the Pritam Singh thing, I think one thing that is true is that this is the first time there's a leader of the opposition, right? Mm. I don't even yeah. understand why there wasn't a leader previously. Do you know?
1: No, I mean it wasn't an official title. In fact, it was offered why? to. It was offered to uh, Lo Tiang. Lo Tia-Kiang once he turned it down, I think he turned it down because he he. He didn't want it he didn't want this kind of unofficial leader of the part, uh, leader of the opposition. Uh, but why is factor. it unofficial? Because yeah, there's no there's no additional resources dedicated to you. You're not given any extra time to speak and all that. But I think leader of opposition he does get these things, uh he gets more time to speak. Uh, so and you're he saying also pre-term gets now gets that more uh? money, uh. yeah, 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 correct, correct. That's an official thing. Whereas unofficially they never got anything more, you see? Oh, so it'd be think- bullshit like. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: But but I'm just surprised because is it because there's there's more opposition in parliament than there has ever been? It's ten versus five now, right? Not including the NCMPs, yeah. that probably uh, is the reason. So is yeah. that a reason? Yeah, that
1: that probably is a reason. And and the uh, the I mean the PAP also knows that there there is a they have admitted it as much, uh, that there is a desire for diversity of voices in government. So maybe hmm. this is also a symbolic way of recognizing that yeah, la, they were always uh, they will always respect the that the people's desire for diversity of voices in government by having an opposition team. I mean, there's always going to be NMPs,
0: alright. So, there there will always be a leader
1: of the opposition, no matter what, lah.
0: Mm. Right. Or slowly, slowly they want to chip away at Pritam Singh. Maybe next year it'll be five hundred thousand, <laughs> and then the following year it'll be seven hundred thousand. That's my boom, once you cross the millionaire yeah. club, right? Boom, you cannot brainwash already. That's then my they, like, bigger concern. Got him. Yeah. That's my bigger concern. Fucking got him.
1: It's a moral hazard already, la. So, Workers Party, you might never hear Preetam Singh ever raise any issue about minister salary ever again, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Because because I mean, yeah la. I mean basically, there's a moral hazard at play, right? Where if their salaries are reduced. Everyone's salary is reduced, especially his la. his also get reduced the most la, of all the everyone else la, right? So yeah. it, it essentially uh just yeah. It, it kinda puts something there here, take this, you know, then no don't actually, don't bring this up anymore,
0: right? Actually that's <laughs> damn true because it might be a masterstroke by the PP because WP has always been the party of the people, right? You know, yeah. you hear James Lim talking about minimum wage and universal yeah, yeah. basic income and Yang was like the man of the, the masses. Then here you yeah. go the PAP saying nah, here's here's three hundred eighty five thousand, bro. You yeah. know, like how does that make you feel? Oh yeah. shit! Is this like a master stroke by the PAP? Holy shit! Because
1: I've I've heard like I've heard uh from
0: people who used to be in
1: parliament that uh even of a, 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 a MP salary or allowance of fifteen k a month, right? Uh, yeah. a good a good like four to five k of that, right? goes back to like whether goes back to the party or goes to charity or goes to them literally uh giving ang pals at at uh weddings and stuff like that, you know? So mm. they the, the we're talking about from a fifteen K allowance, it like shrinks down to like, I don't know, eight K, ten K or something. Like that, which is still objectively a lot of money per mm. month. But it's not as obscene as like when you say things like, Oh, the the Prime Minister is earning, you know, like two like point, 2.1 whatever yeah. million and, and then the, the cleaner a cleaner in Singapore is earning uh one one thousand two hundred. What, what was Tien say hundred and twenty seven times, right? The Prime yeah. Minister earns hundred and twenty seven times more than what a cleaner earns, you know, every year, like every month all the time. So the 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 disparity is is um is big la. So now that uh now that the leader of the opposition, you know, the even after giving even if he gives away one third of his salary to charity, right, he still has twenty thousand a month. La, which is yeah. still a good like ten times or maybe more fifteen times what a uh, cleaner earns, are So so yeah.
0: David, the, using the argument it doesn't hold as much water as before, la. <laughs> yeah, so I can totally see, like, let's say WP brings up something, then Chan Chun Singh uh, about the minister's salary, then Chan Chun Singh steps up saying, Yeah, you know, but when we offered this money to your, your leader, Pritam, what yeah. did Pritam do? Huh? <laughs> Pritam? Huh? What did you do, Pritam? No, and then or, boom. or the
1: other or the other way around, maybe Jameis, like, okay, okay, maybe I, I want to give a speech about ministerial salaries
0: now, then Pritam <laughs> kicks him <laughs> yeah. under the, underneath, he <laughs> <it> kicks Jameis. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> we'll bring it up next Fuck time your co- cockles <laughs> of the heart okay <laughs> just I don't care if you, if your cockles of the heart it's gonna be cold just shut up okay just shut up yeah yeah so, so then, like, I mean he... yeah there's a
1: lot of uh, interesting so-called master strokes that people are, are, are doing now la, that I can't mm. that's why like, I'm like my, my head I, I can't say it's good or bad or it's it's good for opposition or bad for people or whatever I can't la, because right now it's still in my head that, I mean I, I'm I'm just looking at the number I'm like hmm, hmm. yeah. because mm-hmm. I mean hey Thirty grand a month is not—it's not a small amount to to balk at, at Right?
0: S- yeah, t- 30, 30 grand a month, and I don't. Imp- yeah, like, yeah. So so it's interesting, like I tell you now. Now it's cool, man. Anything like happens, like political, the whole internet is like, ooh, what's going on here? What's going yeah, on? Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, it's. It, I know he's supposed to uh, hire staff members and all that, but yeah, is that yeah, included correct. as part of his his allowance?
0: Yeah, no, as in it's, it it comes from there, la.
1: Oh, it comes from his money, yeah. You know, wait. I don't know. I don't think so. You don't know, right? Yeah, you
0: don't know. That's the thing. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think. I think. Uh, he he gets. He will receive allowances to hire up to three additional legislative assistants. Yeah. This is and in addition to the allowances, all MPs receive oh for one alama. legislative assistant and one secretarial assistant. lama. Oh, lama. <laughs> Next time he come out of the car, he's gonna have a posse of his assistants, <laughs> man. Like fucking <laughs> bling uh, blinged up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's but really going to be a workers' party. Uh, like if we, he come from the party bus, uh, you know, the workers' party yeah, bus. Yeah. Fucking bling, bling all <laughs> all over the place.
1: No, it, it's quite interesting because um, his annual package is basically uh, it's just about twenty, thirty thousand, thirty-three thousand dollars below the most junior political office holder, lo. So he's mm. really he's really much closer to uh, an office holder than than MP already, la mm mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting well, so, Pritam we're watching you bro but i i guess mm. this is so interesting uh, when when money becomes such a big part of the motivation of of doing public service, everything feels cloudy right remember this week like- there was the uh do you remember the l t a there was a guy who was caught for corruption he was quite mm-hmm. a you know he he basically was accepting like uh loans uh, bribes in terms of loans from con- contractors who then after he awarded them millions worth of contracts, and it totaled like I think one point three million or something like that. Mm. And, and this is quite a senior, I think like almost a director position within a government agency. So it's, it's just, you know, the the whole argument about you know we gotta pay people high high salaries in the civil service to make sure they're not corrupt. And then, you know, and then it's like you see uh, because you you look across the causeway, there's there's obviously there's Najib who just became <laughs> yeah. who was just proven guilty today. Who fucking proven guilty, yeah. Chill. so yeah. it's it just uh, yeah, it makes you question, eh? You know all these things that we are told that are canon, that oh you must pay high salaries so that people won't be corrupt and all that. It just makes you might be question, a Double uh, edged yeah. sword, uh, But sorry, you're saying something. You're saw y- saying something earlier.
0: No, what I was going to say just now, like, I think yeah, it's not, not uh, entirely fair to say that people are motivated by money to do public service, but the fact that the money amount is so large, it kind of blurs the line. Like, like, are people really doing it because they care? Or because yeah. the life of a minister is almost like, yeah, it can be quite like, you know, like uh, how you say, you go around, you know, f- like just talking. And it's almost, I wouldn't yeah. say glamorous, but there's a certain element of like, wow, oh, okay, powerful, like, powerful.
1: You know, this is the time I wish I was like, a, I could be a fly on the wall. I want yeah. to like fly to Pritam Singh's house and just hang out in his living room. When he walks home, the moment after he hears that his salary is going up to three eighty five thousand a year, then he's coming home like, how does he like? What's the first thing he does when he gets home, la? <laughs> Like maybe he just like kneels down on the floor and starts Aah! crying or something. The, the most
0: surprising thing for me, for you saying that, is this is the first time in your life you have wanted to be a fly on the wall, as opposed to, I don't know, like so many other times in my life that I wish I could be a fly on the wall. Uh, in certain situations which I will not say right now oh it's all x-rated situations so. <laughs> no no <laughs> no it's like to sit in on lectures that I couldn't qualify for like what else oh, please oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. please I don't know about but but yeah, suddenly, it suddenly it he does, comes does, in like got yeah. entrance. Uh, you know, like his wife turns off the light like <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> All <laughs> the confetti, confetti, Read and up, champagne sir. showers, yeah, yeah, making it rain.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, it's really. I, honey, I bought you this
0: gold-plated hammer <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Made of twenty four <laughs> carat gold. <laughs> like his beard fucking trim all properly, like some two hundred dollar shave or no, like.
1: got, got fit, la, got fit. You know, he yeah, starts going fit, for the gentleman's fit. last time he go to the ten dollar barber, now he goes to the gentleman's barber. Yeah, not slope right during our time. It's <laughs> fit. Yeah, yeah, it's fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's a <laughs> interesting thing. I mean, actually, yeah, interested to hear what everyone thinks. Whether it's this amount of money, you know, what, what, what how how will he respond to it? La? What do
0: you think? Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. So, 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 is that time for one short thing of the week? I think it is. Alright. Would you like me to go first? Sure. Okay. My one short thing for the week is this YouTube channel that I recently discovered called Two Minute Papers. Have you heard of it? No. It's basically uh, done by these academics who compress uh, like the l- latest development in... Um, artificial intelligence, machine learning, like literal research papers, they compress it into like five minutes. Very, very... I mean, it's not the slickest videos, but it's entertaining enough for you to understand where are we on the edge of technology with regards to, to research. La. Mm. And it's not just artificial intelligence, it's it's anything that's science related, which if yeah. you were to read the paper would be fucking boring, but they just do it in a, in a way that makes you feel like, oh shit, I actually understand this shit and I feel smart. Oh, it's I called see. Two Minute Papers. T-W-O so, As in this, papers.
1: when you say compressed, you mean they summarise it in yeah. into five minutes. Oh, okay. okay two minute yeah, minutes. Yeah, and,
0: and the video is not actually two minutes. I think it started off as two minutes, but then now it's like five minutes. It's still oh, s- definitely digestible. La, and it's oh, pretty okay, fucking okay. awesome. La.
1: So it's a it's a very big channel or what? Uh,
0: 673,000 subscribers.
1: Oh, okay. Still, still growing, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not, 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 growing, a failing, not, not a failing
1: channel like ours. No, no, no uh. not a failing channel <laughs> like ours, but, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. Sounds not interesting a failing check channel it out. Like, Yeah. Uh channel. Oh, yeah. You,
0: sh- you didn't want to shit on it. Uh. Holy shit, no, no, you didn't no, no, shit no, no. on my One shot thing. No, no, no. Nice. No, no, no.
1: Don't, don't need to, uh, don't worry. I'll let, nice, you your, nice, uh, nice. I'll let you have your time. Uh, yeah. But my One shot thing actually was uh, the, I think I mentioned it last podcast, but I, I forgot to mention that it was actually really enjoyable. Uh, Joe Rogan got Ben Shapiro on his one of his latest podcasts mm. and actually it was like, it was really fun to listen to. Like I was laughing during the podcast because, uh, uh, I mean, they were talking about very serious things like politics and all that but the kinds of analogies that, I don't know whether Joe Rogan was high or something but he used really funny analogies to talk about politics and all which just got me, like it was really funny like, and then, just hearing the two of them talk like, like friends. I mean, it, it kind of reminded me, oh, actually, this is why we do podcasts. Lah, because podcasts is like, it, there's just something about syncing to a conversation that is just so different from other forms of uh, media, you know, watching a YouTube video or what.
0: And Ben Shapiro can be someone who's very polarizing. Very polarizing. Lah, very right-wing, right? And
1: and, and Joe Rogan, uh, I think to his credit, right, he wasn't buying everything he said. He was really like probing him and at times like just shutting him down and... and pushing back on, on certain things he says and all that. So uh, it was, I was learning something, but I was also laughing the heck out of, of myself because it was like the analogies they used were damn funny. And then like, just like hearing these two guys, I guess they're friends now. Uh, you know, I, I don't know about, you know, not everyone who comes on your podcast becomes your friend as evidenced by our podcast. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but I guess these two are friends because uh, they sounded like there was like real chemistry there and, and all that. So they talk about stuff like relationships, you know, marriage, how to get along with your spouse and stuff like that. So it was much more than just about, you know, Ben Shapiro destroys Joe Rogan and all that. So it was actually, I really uh, thought it was really good. And I think the the, the next episode after that was also really good, but because it was a scientist, but those are more scientific. But if you just want to just sit back and chill and enjoy a podcast, I would recommend this Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro episode.
0: Oh shit, that's cool, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. Yeah, but then yeah. see now we're reinforcing our right wing, our right
0: wing credentials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan is more of a centrist, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct,
1: correct, Yeah.
0: But you know he's he's leaving LA and going to Texas.
1: Yeah, I know, I heard, I heard. So I, Damn. I the only way that affects us is uh two things. I think one is he probably won't get as many interesting guests coming as often. Uh, and second is uh he'll probably be commentating less UFC fights, uh. So, yeah, so that, yeah. that's how it affects us directly. I uh, mean,
0: but I now I think he's at a level where he can fir- fly people first class in f- and fly them out, man.
1: But they, but in this day and age of COVID-19, it's like, oh, do yeah, you, yeah, do yeah. you really want to be
0: flying everywhere, right? That is true. Yeah. That is true. Wow, but he's at 9.1 million subs already, man. Yeah, Ooh mama. On, you the mean, on YouTube, god. On YouTube? Yeah, on YouTube. And the crazy
1: thing, he's <laughs> going to give that all up because because of how much he's getting paid by Spotify.
0: But I mean his followers will go like I will still listen to him on Spotify man. I think he's he's also at a point now where he doesn't need to give a shit about how many subscribers he got. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He is the podcast god. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it's All right. righty. Cool. I guess that's the end of today's podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, we are super excited one. for this one podcast we're recording next week. Uh, mm. We'll probably record another one this week and another one at the start of next week, but the second one for next week is going to be interesting. Yeah.
1: And then, yeah, it, uh, it also helps us. Like, I think some people were giving suggestions about, you know, various things we can do if, if like, you want to get more involved in the podcast, like make t shirts or design t shirts oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, we, we love ideas like that because we're so fixated on the podcast and guests and who to get and what to talk about, all that. We forget about all the other things that allow people to enjoy being part of the community. And we feel like, like for example, the Reddit was set up by a fan, right? By someone yeah. who liked the podcast. So if you have ideas like that, just keep them coming, you know? Because like, actually, if enough people like it, like we might do t-shirts and all yeah, that. Yeah, because
0: we're boomers. We don't understand a lot <laughs> of things. <laughs> and yeah. We need help from young people. Yeah, because yeah, we can do the podcast, but yeah, we really fucking like today. I think someone put up the design, no, for the failing channel. Oh, is holy shit, man! Yeah, as in the person who suggested it, and like, god damn, we 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 are gonna look into that, man. So thank you so much for doing that, yeah, and yeah, thank you yeah. so much to everyone who has left the comment on already. We really do read everyone, uh, even yeah. though we might respond uh, a bit slower than than ideal. Yeah. But, yeah, we will always read everything. Cool. Cool. All right, man. So thanks for listening and talk to y'all soon. Peace out. Peace.